What's up, podcast world? This is Carl Armijo here, sitting around a table with Brad Brown from Harrods Creek Jewelers and Tom Robbins with Keller Williams. And this is us here at the Oddfellows Lodge here in Louisville, Kentucky, enjoying some coffee. Coffee at Lodge. So, uh, what's new, Brad? How was your week? My week was good. Stayed busy. Got to work on some stuff for myself. Oh, that's a big change. Yeah. I saw that thing, that signet ring. Yeah. That is going to be awesome, man. I I think it's going to be. Is it on Instagram? It was on Instagram, yeah. I'm going to look it up. Yeah. I'm working. So, it's it's, it's Tom O'Brien's ring. Okay. I've got to make him a ring for her. I've got an order for a ring for Zach, but I've got to make Tom's before I can make Zach's. Okay. Well, so, how much are they? We haven't figured that out yet. Okay. Well, I want time and materials. Well, <laughs> that'd be like nine thousand um, dollars. Nine thousand, one of a kind ring. Yeah. I'm, so. Yeah, that's. Sweet. I was thinking about it last night, and I think that the the signet ring part's a bit big. I've already made it. Yeah. And so, once I get it all together, I'll decide if I need to take some weight out of it, because it's big. Which I don't mind big, but it's got to be, you know, good enough for the masses, I guess. Yeah. Well, I'm interested in getting one for sure. I assume that I'm Carl sure many too. people in the lodge would be interested. <laughs> well, absolutely, and that's you know I've been trying to I've been trying to find a way to make rings that I can be proud of. You know, I can knock out some computer generated CAD rings, and I'm not excited about that. Yeah. This I'm excited about. You're you're a handmade guy. You're yeah, not, you're not a computer aided graphics and, and guy. And you know, I've, I've been talking with um, Shane. I've, and he's, you know, he's showed me several websites of people that make really cool handmade jewelry. And um, I'm beginning to realize it doesn't have to be perfect. You know, it, it has to be right. It has to be handmade. It has to look good. But it doesn't have to be perfect. You're absolutely right because yeah. you're not molding it, right? You're, you're actually, you know, you're not it's, like blow molding it right there. Right. Yeah, you know, like a, a, he's hand, hand engraving it. Yeah, so... Yeah. And most yeah. of the time, just like anything else, done is usually better than perfect. Yeah. Because if you wait for perfect, you're never going to get there. You're never going to get there because you will always see something that you can improve upon. Sure. Right? I think that's that's a great point, Carl. That's my 2020, uh, <laughs> 2020 mantra. Yeah. Done is better than perfect. So with this process, I've started I'm making molds as I go each step of the way. Oh, that's a good idea. So that I can change it. So, like, I have the signet ring made and molded that's ready for this piece to inset. But I'm gonna, I've got it molded before the inset, so I can carve another inset uh, for the same ring. Oh, cool. Um, for Zach's, we're going to have, we're going to have a diff. it's an oval, and it's going to have a different inset, and it's going to have stuff on the sides. Right. So I'll mold it after I do the sides. Oh, that's a good idea. But before I do the inset. So then I can do different insets with the same oh. sides. But I've already got it mold I've already got it cut. I've already got it molded with no inset, no sides. Okay. So I don't have to carve it again. Right. You know, I'm just ready to go. Well, that's cool. So you're kind of doing it in like a batches almost like 
the way you're doing it step by step, you can complete multiple rings along the way Absolutely. as you're completing these first two. And so, right. So if I sell, if I sell a series, so let's say I get Tom's done and I give him his and everybody's like, Ooh, I want one. I want one. I can make more of those. Yeah. But somebody might say, I want one, but I want it a little different. Well, we can go back. We don't have to go all the way back to the beginning. We just go back one step. Right. Replace that inset and head back down the line. Oh, yeah. That's cool. Um, that's a good way to approach so it. So I can get multiples. Yeah. And then there could be a bunch of unique rings. Exactly. From Brad Brown out there instead of one kind of exactly. generic version. Right. Which, I mean, and, and, you none know, of if, them are generic versions because they're handmade. But. You know, if Merrick Lodge wants rings for their lodge, well, we just changed a little bit. We'll take the Lorraine Lodge mark off and, you know, we'll come up with a Merrick Lodge. Yeah, exactly. And it doesn't have to change the whole ring. We just change the one side. Yeah, exactly. That's a good idea. Very cool. So how long is this process going to take you, you think, to get to the point where you got Tom's and uh, Zach's rings completed? Well, I have... 2020? It'll be done this year? Oh, it'll be done. I'm hoping it'll be done by March. Oh, okay. I've, I've, been, I've been setting aside my Saturdays. I get about six, four to six hours on Saturday. Oh, that's pretty good. And depending on how many people come through my door and want, you know, batteries and whatever. I mean, you know, my customers come first. But right. when they're not in, I'm carving. Awesome. And... um so it'll probably take one more Saturday for me to get this inset the way I want it. And then I'll put it in the ring, mold it, and then all I got to do is cast it in silver and it's done. Nice. Um, then I'll move on to Zach's. And his is a little simpler, I think. His inset will be easier to carve. It won't be as intricate. Um, so hopefully that'll go much quicker. And then, yeah, we just start selling them. And then you make some money. Yeah, that's what we're hoping. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we're all trying to do. Yeah, ain't, ain't that the truth. <laughs> but so, the reality is I'm thinking it's around 200 bucks, 2 to 250 That's, that's not, not too bad. bad. No, I didn't think so. No, I think a lot of people will pay for that. Yeah. Handcrafted yeah. ring yep. yeah. from from the Brad Brown. Exactly. <laughs> I will happily pay that for it. <laughs> Me too. So uh, you made a sale this week, huh, Tom, on your new drop shipping business? I did. Yeah. Sh Shane made the sale. Shane made a sale. Yeah. Well, Shane. you guys are partners, so you get credit for all of Shane's work. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Shane. I appreciate that, buddy. Yeah, our first sale, which is, you know, exciting. Um, That's cool. You know, been a little nervous going, uh, I think we're about a, a week and a half in. Um, and you know, to, to see that first sale come through is like, okay, we're doing, we're moving in the right direction, doing Heck the right yeah. thing. Are you tracking visits to the site and everything? Yeah, everything's tracked. How many It's visits? on Shopify, right? Yeah. So they have a bunch of analytics I saw built in where they kind of give you all that stuff. Yeah. It tells you like you. where they're at, what time of day, like, yeah. How many uh, visits you've had. Yep. Do you know where they came from? Uh, I, I didn't. I didn't look at that. Um, I guess I was wondering if the analytics tell you how they got to your site. Did they click an ad? Did they just type it in? You know, I don't, I'd have to ask Shane. Yeah. Um, I would guess they, they hit an ad. Yeah, yeah. That's 
typically a new site like that's going to be hard to find in Google in sure. general. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. yeah. And, you know, that's all of our advertising has, of course, been paid ads on Instagram and Facebook. That's been our only focus thus far. Yeah. Um, I think that it took us somewhere between three and 300 and 350 folks before we got our first sale. And they say on average, it's like 372. Yeah. So you're right on track. Yeah. So we're, we're sticking with it. Now we just need cool. to get it really rolling. So That's you're awesome. selling wireless headphones. Mm -hmm. And are they good for Android or are they only good for iPads? Uh, they're, so those sets, I believe, are good for... The they, work, they work on both. Yeah. Do they? And we're adding more. Uh, Will it be the same website for more different things? Or does yeah, each one so get its own? What we're, what we're adding is we're just adding more um, product to Unbound Sounds. Oh, I so, gotcha. So it's everything's going to be like speaker related, you know, or amplification related. That way, we only have the one site, and then sure. of yeah. course, each focus on a special niche, and then yeah, and then you know, each ad that we run will be like, hey, come check out this product. You know, when we run sales, hey, we're running a sale on this product. So can we go to unboundsounds.com? Yes, unboundsounds.com to um, check out the the AirPods. Mm. I need some of those. Yeah. I got a pair, not from you guys. I got them before you guys started selling them. <laughs> but they're, the, they're like the same kind, like the same brand and everything that you guys yeah. are selling. And they work pretty well. Um, yeah. I've been enjoying them um, yeah, for the well, most see, part. They, know, they're pretty the, cool. You like open the case, they pair to your phone as soon as you put them on and, and everything. Oh, nice. Well, yeah, and the case is a charging case. Yeah. So, you know, you don't have to worry about constantly plugging that plugging the pods in when they die you just put them in the case for a little while yeah we'll, we'll see at, at at the shop i'm listening to headphones all the time and i'm constantly setting my ring mandrel on my wire and pulling oh, my yeah, headphones yeah. out this is what i would recommend i would get two sets of these yeah and you could have one set i think they lasted like an hour hour and a half or so in there yeah but your chase will, your case will charge them like four times but while they're one set's charging in your case, just bust out the other set. And yeah. then there's, you know, you could just kind of rotate them throughout the day like that. You know, oh, I got you. For you, you're, you know, in a shop at a bench, right? So yeah. what difference does it make if you're using yeah, I got one more this thing set or that plugged set in. while they're plugged in, you know, or charging. And, uh, and it's awesome not having the wires running around the place. Yeah. yeah. It's cool. Although you do look like there's something about Mary, but, you know, <laughs> whatever. I'm, you know, I'm really interested to see this next set that we have coming. Um, that we're getting ready to add. Um, the difference is on the case, like they're a little smaller. They don't have the little dangly things. They're going to just go in your ear holes. Oh, cool. yeah. And um, the case shows you how much of a charge it has. To, oh, that'd be nice. To charge yours. It's like a, a digitized cool. you know, reading. And they're, yeah. I think they're like waterproof and some crazy stuff and what do we do we know what kind of range from your phone they have to be i could tell you mine if i get a little bit more than 20 25 feet it starts to kind of go in and out okay with the set i have yeah um if you keep your phone in your pocket you have no problems um, okay. if you keep your phone on your workbench and you walk to the back of your shop you know you it might ain't gonna work you know, you'll be hit and miss yeah you know and that's cool i mean i sometimes i have my phone needs speed charged. Yeah, so. right. <laughs> I gotta leave it plugged in. I just got a. I upgraded the stereo in my truck to, to yesterday because I've been dying to have Apple CarPlay. 
yeah. um, in my vehicle because, you know, my truck's a 2004, right? So that yeah. shit wasn't around yeah. by, the, by, that, by that truck. And, you know, I, you know, for work and travel and stuff, we rent cars. Yeah. And, you know, they all have, like, the new stereos with Apple CarPlay. And you plug your phone in and you got the maps and, like, your, your audio books and Spotify. And you could use all really? this stuff, right? Oh, yeah. Right so through fancy. Apple CarPlay. So I finally bit the bullet yeah, that's yesterday. Not, that's not distracted driving, though. <laughs> no, no, it's not too bad. So, so I actually upgraded my uh, the, the stereo in my truck, and I added a backup camera too. Oh, that's nice. So now nice. my 2004 Ford is uh, a little a more li- a little more fancy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you. So my last car um, was a 08 Scion XB, and I always talked about wanting to get like a Bluetooth radio and get you know something with a microphone. So for Christmas, Jen was like, oh, here, Merry Christmas. She bought me a new stereo. I'm like, oh, that's awesome, you know? So I went and I got it installed. I'm like, this is so cool. <laughs> and two months later, I traded that car in. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. I, I actually thought about that, right? Because mine's an 04. Um, we're talking about, like, adopting some kids and things, right? So yeah. at some point, like, maybe this truck's not going to be the right vehicle for our family. Yeah. But at the same time, I was like, worst put case some... scenario, I'll just put the old one back in, take this one out, and I'll sell it. Or I'll throw it into the new car, depending on what it has. And so Crap. I did just, it anyway. Just put some seats in the back of the truck, like we did back in the day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Got to have seatbelts, right? But, I yeah. mean, I'm sure that would be <laughs> seatbelts. Bolt them down real quick. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> All arms must stay inside the bed Just of the truck. Make sure you wear gloves and a coat. It'll be fine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> Buckle that car seat in there. It'll be yeah. <laughs> so. I actually this week too. I got my truck fixed. Like I've had a bunch of like gremlins with this thing for a little while. You know, it's pretty old. Yeah. Fifteen years, I guess. And the ABS light was on. And so it turns out there was a broken wire. That's not supposed to caused, stay on. No, <laughs> it caused a short in the uh, in the sensor, and so I had to get that fixed. And then the air, or not the air compressor, the air conditioning compressor went out as well, like at the end of the fall. Yeah. And so. I was like, I need to get this thing fixed before it starts getting warm because, you know, we haven't had the coldest winter. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> it's going to get warm pretty soon. So I got that fixed as well this week. Oh, we oh, still yeah. got March so. in February. Pugsatani <laughs> Phil said, didn't see a shadow or did. Have didn't. they already done that? Yeah. Yeah, it was like uh, yesterday. Yesterday. or Yeah, I think it was so. yesterday. And they're, they're talking about it's going to be an early spring. I'm interested to see. I feel like we haven't had winter yet here in Louisville. We haven't. We had that one day. It was like like, 16. (laughs) We had like one week. One week when it was kind of cold. Yeah. Carl, it's your turn. Tell us about your uh, 502 Entrepreneurs. How that's how that how is that going? It's going well. Um, So for those that don't know, 502 Entrepreneurs is the podcast that I've started here in Louisville. Uh, My focus is to put. a spotlight on local business owners, entrepreneurs, and side hustlers. Uh, basically give them another avenue to promote their business um, where it's really not costing them anything. Um, at the same time, it's going to help me meet a bunch of new people in the town that I don't sure. know, um, which is what I'm looking forward to. Um, so you Get the word out for your photography? Uh, yeah, get the word out about my photography a little bit as well and you know, just make a, make a bunch of new contacts. So that's cool. So I've got four episodes published. Um, the fifth one is about to go live here um, pretty soon. Um, is that always Sunday night you start that? I set it up so that they auto-publish on Sunday night at 11 p.m., 
That way, when folks wake up on Monday morning, um, it's there. Sure. And they don't yeah. have to, you know, it's just there Monday. I don't know. Like, I like to listen to podcasts during the week, and so I assume a lot of people do too. And yeah. so Monday you're at work, and you can listen to it if you want. And if you have another list of podcasts that you got to listen to first, this one will be there on Tuesday or Wednesday, you know. Yeah, so, so it works really well for me. I, You know, I'm in the car all day, every day. And I'm always like, okay, I'm going to go listen to this podcast now, yeah. and I'll listen to this. I li- I've listened to a lot of Joe Rogan. Yeah, Joe Rogan's good. He's He's got some good stuff, but I try not to get, like, burnt out on it. So uh, I'll flip the Shanes, and I'll listen to Shanes, you know, 10 or 15 minutes about, you know, tattooing. And then yeah. I flip over to 502 Entrepreneurs and yep. listen to a little bit of that. You know, and it's... You probably don't listen to your own podcast, but the rest of us do. <laughs> right. Well, thank you for that. I appreciate so, that. Yeah, the, the cool thing, though, Tom, I was, I was telling you guys before we started recording here is, you know, I've only got four episodes out there, but I've already had people approaching me about being guests on the podcast, um, which has is awesome. I'd love more people to approach me about being guests on the podcast. How would they do um, that? You have to join. Well, right now, you can join my Facebook group. Yeah. It's uh, 502 Entrepreneurs. Um, there's a pinned post at the top um, that has a questionnaire. Yeah. Um, so you fill out that questionnaire, it gets sent to me, and then I'll get a hold of you, and we can talk and see if you'll be a good fit for the show or not. Well, very and cool. And so that's the process I followed here for the last uh, couple of weeks, and it's working really well so far. And uh, Do you have it set up where the members can add people to the group they can invite people to the group and then people that don't i still have to approve all the members right so i trust that the members who are inviting members are inviting members that will be a good fit so i technically approve all of those yeah the ones that uh just come without being invited um, I, there's like three questions people have to fill out to join the group. It's like, are you a business owner or do you plan to start a business? Like, what do you do? And how, mm-hmm. I don't remember what the other one What's your was. favorite color? Right, yeah. Yeah, so. yeah I, was, I was just trying to add someone this morning and I I couldn't find them. Oh, okay. Um, and it might be because, might be because I'd, I'm really not tech savvy. Yeah, or you might not be friends with them. I don't know. No, I'm friends with oh, them. Okay. I know I am. <laughs> Dude, I, I was trying to repost the House of Ruth ad on yeah. Instagram. Mm-hmm. I can't figure out how to do it. Do Instagram you have... is, you have to have a third-party app to repost. Oh, well, that explains To it. repost on Instagram. Yeah. I just post on Instagram, and it posts on Facebook for me. I was just trying to get it. I was just, so I found Shane's post of it. Yeah. And I was going to put it towards, you know, everybody that I know. Do you have... But I can't get it to... Do you have a copy of the flyer itself? I saved it to my save to collections. On your phone or yeah. on Instagram? On your phone? No, it's on Instagram. Okay. I don't know how to get it off of Instagram and onto my phone. So there's, there's a couple of things, right? So on Instagram, <clears throat> it's not like Facebook or, or Twitter. Where on Twitter and Facebook, like Twitter, you can retweet it, right? Yeah, and it just sends yeah. that same post out to all your followers. And Facebook is the same thing, except it's called Share, yeah. right? And it shares it to all your friends. Yeah. Instagram doesn't do that. Um, they don't have that functionality built in. Right. You okay. have to have a third-party app okay. that will do it for you. Or you can almost screenshot 
that post if you wanted to, yeah. and then just and upload that it. as a picture I and gotcha. post it that way. Well, and I just I just texted the flyer to you. Or you can get okay. the actual oh, flyer. Oh, okay, and, and I can just post it original. Yeah, you can okay. post it right from your phone. That way yeah. you don't have to deal with all that, all that other stuff. Well, see, I um, even tried that. I was trying to get it out of my saved and onto my phone, and I couldn't even manage to I'm telling you what, Kat did a tremendous job with those flyers, too. Yeah. I think I'm supposed to get a collection box for the shop. Yeah, I thought you already got it. No. She said she was going to bring it out to the shop. Well, we need to call her and say, Cat, where's that collection box? Where's that collection box? <laughs> I'll still take collections. It doesn't have to be a particular box. Brad's putting a cat on blast, huh? <laughs> so, uh, so, Tom, you're the charitable works... Yes. Committee leader yeah. in the lodge, right? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, tell people since we're talking about House of Ruth, what we're doing. Um, so House of Ruth is, uh, my understanding is that um, they're focused on helping people that are having challenging times that have uh, HIV and AIDS. So some of those people are in uh, transitional housing. Some of them are just plain homeless. So currently we are um, collecting shampoos deodorants um gosh there's a list pretty much all toiletries it's like toiletry, right? Right? yeah it's basically toiletries make sure the mouthwash is alcohol free um preferably in travel size or trial size uh, because you know reason for that is the homeless folks don't really have a lot of space to store full-size products so you'll be able to go to harrods creek jewelers you can go to um Gosh. You go to Shane's shop, Blackheart, Blackheart Gallery and Tattoo at 124 North J&B Clay. Magic yeah. Shop in New Albany. In New Albany and yeah. Art Eatables over on oh, yeah. uh, Main Art Street. Right. Yep, Art Eatables here yeah. at. Sorry, Paforest. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we can do we can do full size because they're not doing. You can do full they're size. They're not doing only the, homeless, right? Right. Now the preference is just for travel and um, travel and trial sizes. Sure. Just just because of the ease of um, storage with them. Right. Um, so if you have anything, go to one of those amazing places. Hey, Brad, what's the um, address to your shop, by the way? 9553 U.S. Highway 42. It's in the Prospect Point Shopping Center. All cool. right. Rock and roll. Right next to tones. Domino's. Yeah. And get some pizza. And, <laughs> and some custom jewelry. <laughs> Do it all at once. Yeah. I think there's some flowers there, too. Yeah, they might be. Is, is that right, Brad? There's and a in, flower shop right there. And in Brad's shop, he's got custom woodwork from Orville in there. Yeah. And some, other, yeah. some other fancy artist stuff in there, too. That's all pretty dang cool. So Fancy artist stuff. Uh, yeah, he Heck does. Yeah. I like going to Brad's shop. Not just for Brad, although he is one sexy beast. He is. <laughs> <laughs> is that beard? Oh, that beard. Oh, you got a huge compliment on uh, my Facebook group from Cat on your, uh, your headshot. Oh, yeah? yeah I she said it. she was going to listen just because yeah. you look so damn good in your picture. <laughs> <laughs> How do I get a copy of that headshot? Oh, uh, yeah. So I slacked, <laughs> and I forgot to send them to you. Oh, that's all good. So I'll get them. Cool. Carl says it's a surprise when you get it. Yeah, hey. <laughs> Sometimes I like gifts. Some, I'm actually, this is what I'm going to do. I just thought of this. Since Zach 
and I are friends and all, right? I'm going to hold your photos ransom until Zach gets his ring. Oh, no. <laughs> Dang. Ooh, he owes me a membership card, too. Oh, does he? Yeah. I uh, paid my dues for the uh, at the uh, social night we had Oh, okay. Tuesday. How'd that go? I missed it. Oh, yeah. oh, it went really well. We had, I don't know, there's probably 15 people or so yeah, that showed good. up. Yeah, I took, I took all of Pip's money. Twice. Twice. <laughs> Who ended up winning Who the whole thing? Uh, you know, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I got bored and I was like, eh, I'm just going to give my chips back and leave. Yeah. I, oh, dang. Yeah, I had a pretty good pile. That's cool. Were, I was, was uh, unusually tired on Tuesday night. Like, I just, like, needed to, like, just not do anything and just get a little refresh. And so sometimes yeah. you need those recharges. Was, yeah. That's important. You know, especially with everything you, all, you got going on. I guess I'm getting a little busy, and I didn't realize it. Yeah. <laughs> so I've got my – who was I talking to? I was talking to somebody. I think this uh, this guy named Chad, he, he's going to come on the podcast. Um, he's a leadership speaker. Sure. And I was telling him the things that I'm doing. He's like, you're doing all that? I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> and you're like, holy crap, that is a big list. <laughs> I guess it's big. Yeah, so I, what do I got? I got my project management day job, right? Yeah. I've got my headshot photography nights and weekends job. I've got my 502 Entrepreneurs podcast that I'm doing. Yeah. And I'm also currently putting together an e-course on time management where I'm going to run some, uh, some, uh, some Facebook ads and try to get some people to, uh, to buy into this course. You know, it's kind of a mini course. It's only about 30 minutes long. Is it like a, you um, download the course and take it on your own time? Yeah, you or? take it on my website, actually. Um, okay. So there's like a membership area on my website, um, but you download the ebook. Yeah. There's a workbook that you like fill out, like all the answers to the questions and stuff to sure. kind of keep you on track. Um, it's got an infographic and a cheat sheet. Wow. And then there's uh, five videos, about 30 total minutes of video. Okay. Um, that you watch. Yeah, I'm working and on time management for myself. So I'm, uh, I've got the whole course uploaded. Okay. So now I have to build a landing page. Sure. Where people can get to to purchase the course. Sure. And then I have to get it all set up where they purchase it, then they get access to the course. Sure. So I'm working on those things now, but I'm hoping in the next five to six days, next week or so, I can have this thing live. And, well, let me know. Yeah. See how it goes. And then I'm working on a price point. I'm not sure where to price it at just yet, but I'm going to Grant Cardone, figure that out. How yeah. much? Two ninety nine ninety five. dollars right? No. Uh, you I, know, it, it, listening to like how we talk, you know, you, me, everyone, right? It's like I feel like we're on the In Living Color episode where they're like, Time to go to work, man. Job 36. You only have 36 jobs. Are you lazy? You know? Well, you know, I think the reality of the story is, like, our generation, um, you know, and maybe the generation below us, um, you don't feel satisfied with one eight-to-five job. Yeah. You know? And, and you need something else in your life that's going to help you, like, for lack of better terms, um, like fulfill the passions that you have because sure. yeah. a lot of people don't necessarily feel passionate about their eight to five job and now brad's probably right. the exception because 
you know, you wanted to be a jeweler, you're a jeweler. So eight to five. You know, you're right. He yeah. said eight to five, man. <laughs> I know. Are you are you working part time? <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think the reality is a lot of people have something going on um, on the nights and weekends, and you know that's one of the reasons I started the podcast because. I'm fascinated by how people make money, yeah, and 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 things like that. I just I just find it super interesting, you know, because people do it in so many different ways, and you know, people do it during the day and on nights and weekends, you know, yeah. or they do it passively somehow. Um, and so I want to, I like to just hear these people's stories and learn about it and stuff like that. You know, a lot of ways like I'm not too interested in drop shipping like Tom and Jane are in. But, you know, it's still cool that they're doing it and they're making money and I love hearing about it. Sure. You know, and, and that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's, it, it, it takes a little bit of everyone. I think, you know, for me, I'm, I'm super grateful for where we are as a lodge because it, it's, we have the people who do the, the nine to five and that's what they want and they have other activities that they do. And then there's, you know, a small group of us that, that are really just out there doing a whole lot of different things. And, and you know, maybe part of that is, is ADD or ADHD, <laughs> you know, I, uh, I talked to a psychiatrist at one point and, um, I have ADD or I have ADHD. Um, and he said, you know, I, I talk about how I get bored at one thing. He said, why don't you look at doing multiple things? Yeah. And I could never figure out how to make that happen because at the time I was working a, I was working a job that was, I worked, you know, 60, 70 hours a week. And then I was exhausted. I didn't want to do anything. So I wasn't passionate about it. And now I'm like, I love what I do across the board. And I've got, you know, there's, there's these positive influences, you know, Carl, Shane, Brad, all, you know, all you yep. guys like Darshwood, Jay, everyone's doing something and really, you know, frankly, we're, we're pushing each other to, get out of our comfort zone and to get to that next level. And I, yeah. I greatly appreciate that. We got to get awesome. Jay and Darshwood out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, Darshwood, I don't know. What, I, I don't know what his schedule is, but he seems like he is always on the go. He yeah. is a, a very busy man. Is he? That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. Very. I, you know, another thing I think we're, I think it's gotten to be normal to monetize your hobbies. Yeah. You know, it's it used to be you you went to you went to the job at the factory and got a good job and good pay and good benefits and came home and built yourself an airplane or a boat or you know, you had your hobbies mm -hmm. at home and they were just for your own passionate love. Now it's more what can I do to make money on the yeah. side? What do I do? What do I love that other people like and they're going to pay me money for? Right. I think a lot of that is, you know, we're as a society, we're really tired of living under this, um, you know, top down rule. Yeah. You know, you go Working to work. Working for the man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, you know, you, it's very rigid. You know, you're here at nine, you leave at five or, yeah. you know, whatever your schedule is. If you're here at nine Oh one, you're late. I'm going to give you a point or I'm going to do yeah. this or, you know, and we're, I think a lot of us don't fit into that world. We don't. I don't No. So the art, I've read an article maybe six or eight months ago that was, uh, that said for the first time in like American, well, in, in history, I'm sure that's not true, but there's some, some truth to it that we are at the most independently employed 
workforce, you know, than we ever have been. It's at like, that's cool. It's at like 50%, you yeah. know, people that's are, awesome. And, yeah. It's tremendous to say, Oh, which is good because the way that we're going with automation is yeah. <laughs> we all have to do our own thing to make yeah, money. Anyway. I think we're heading back to living off the land, you know, having small, a small stipend. Or I something. mean, well, no, I'm thinking that at, I mean, as, <laughs> as the factory jobs disappear, as all the main jobs disappear, where everybody came to the city from the country, yeah, people are going to go back out. I mean, as there's no jobs, you've got to do something. So right now we're doing side hustles. At a certain point, it just makes sense to live off the land, grow your own food, raise your own sheep, you know, work with your neighbor because I can make jewelry and he can make knives and Bob over there makes carts. Brad's yeah. getting ready to start a commune. I'm in. I'm I'm totally in. Let's do it. You know, <laughs> I, I know uh, two or three years ago, Michigan passed a law that if you're on less than like an acre of land, you cannot grow any any sort of food. Like you can't grow your peppers and onions Why or anything like that. Why would you make like a law like that? Because they want what they're trying to force people to do is they're trying to force like these little tiny farmers markets to grow into larger corporations that they can, you know, tax, tax and have a better handle on tax, tax, you know, it sucks because, you know, my little brother did, um, he had a good garden. It was probably 400 square feet. Maybe it was like 20 oh, by 20. Yeah. And he was out there every day tending to it. And then they pass the law and it's like, well, the garden's dead. Like he raised Dang. chickens and ducks and, and he's like, that one's Thanksgiving and that one's Christmas. <laughs> nice. We raise chickens, but we're not allowed to slaughter them. Oh, you're not allowed that to because your wife won't let you down of the household. Right. Uh, yeah. You know, the wife, the wife. <laughs> she, she made a ruling and it's Do you get eggs. We get eggs. Nice. Yeah. They're starting to lay again now that you know we're getting longer daylight. Yeah. Yeah. So. One of the ladies that works for me, Noreen, she, she does, uh, tack repair and oh, um cool. she's got chickens at home and she brings in fresh chicken eggs oh it's nice i'm you know i'm really interested in getting some duck eggs i told my wife that the other day and she's like what are we rich <laughs> <laughs> i just want to try duck eggs i've never had them like i'll spend a couple of bucks on a dozen she's like these are 97 cents a dozen i'm like yeah if just, you quit just ordering so much stuff, we could afford the duck eggs. This is how bad we are at our house. That's right. We have these chickens. Yeah. You know, we get plenty of eggs in the spring and summer that we can't eat them all. We have to, like, give them away. Sure. Yeah. But come wintertime, you know, they're not laying as much. So now we're the family who goes to the grocery store and spends three ninety nine a dozen on the fancy eggs that <laughs> yep. are, like, you know, organic, free-range, cage-free, whatever because you the save case up all be, year so you correct? can afford that. Well, but no. I'm the same way. When I buy eggs, for, when I have to buy eggs for the shop, I'm buying the the local range free five dollar yeah. a dozen eggs. That's what well, we're doing now. So I, I'm looking. I'm actually looking for a farm to start like going to, uh, so I can support like a local farmer, right? Sure. Mm -hmm. Someone who's going to do, you know, cow slaughtering and all that stuff. There's and, plenty. Yeah. Yeah. We did that. I mean, I don't know if we're going to do it this year, but the last two years, uh, we bought into what's called a CSA. It's computer. Yeah. Consumer supported agriculture, right? Yeah. And so there's a little farm called Bar Farms. Um, and for, I guess it's like May to October, yeah. they supply us all our vegetables. And we go pick them up at the farmer's market. 
then yeah. they have like a meat share you could buy into if you want and stuff like that. And so that's nice. Um, you know, Did, were you pretty happy with that? We 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 were. Um, We've talked about it for years. And we just were. Never we found pulled the trigger. that uh, you know we got we're 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 a small family, right? There's two yeah. of us, yeah. so yeah. it was hard for us to eat everything we were getting. You still probably eat more veggies than but, we do. And it, yeah, we eat a lot of veggies. <laughs> like that's all we eat. We eat tons of veggies, and. Uh, so, you know, we, we couldn't eat it at all, but, you know, but we'd give it to the chickens or, or compost yeah. it or whatever so we could throw it back into our garden later. Um, but it was awesome, you know, and I'm sure there's something for eggs. Oh, yeah. Know, and stuff yeah. like that. There, there are. There's a, there are a lot of folks out there that, that are like, hey, come get some, you know, country fresh eggs. Yeah. Like, all right, cool. There's a lot of that stuff out, in, on, out near Prospect. Yeah. Several farms that have, I think, I think Fox Hollow's like the big, the big name farm out there and they have meat and other things, but you said bar farm. You've been, you liking that? Yeah. And they pretty got a big variety of veggies. Yeah. And you get to like, uh, pick what you want, what you don't want. If they like have collard greens in the mix and you don't like collard greens, you can have them substitute something else for it. I gotcha. I gotcha. That's a good idea though. Well, we've been talking about it maybe just to force ourselves to eat more vegetables. Well, you know, it wouldn't be a bad... I, I don't think it would be a bad idea for, like, a few of us to go in on, like, a cow. You get a fresh cow. They'll slaughter it, and then yeah. we just divvy up the, you know, divvy up the meats, however that looks. Yeah. Um, my sister wants me to do it, and I, I really want to. We just ran into a little hiccup last year. We didn't get our... Uh, we didn't get our deep freeze like I anticipated. Yeah, you better have one of those. Yeah, that's, that's a lot of meat. Thing. All right, I got to rock, guys. But you said you had till 10. I just did time on my map. I don't have till 10. Oh, okay. Uh, All right, Tom. See you, Tom. See you, guys. Thanks for stopping by. Yeah, thanks for having me. Go sell a house. Yeah. Sell two. I would love that. Just, just sell them all. Just sell them all. (laughs) So are you guys planning on getting more than just chickens? No. 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 (laughs) We said our way we would have goats and ducks and uh, all that stuff. But, uh, you know, somebody has to take care of those things. Oh, wow. And we're both pretty busy. Yeah. And so it's uh, not the smartest thing in the world, I think, to just like... No, you don't throw a bunch of animals there in the backyard and then what um how much effort do you have to put into the chickens very minimal yeah yeah i think we we change their water like twice a week um we really have to like i set up these little food silos in their uh, in their coop yeah and made out of pvc pipes i only have to fill those about once a week and sure. you know the food just kind of drops down, and they eat out of it and stuff. And so, do you throw all your food scraps in there with the chickens? We give them a lot, a lot yeah. of food scraps. They eat it all, you know. And then we have our compost pile in the backyard too, where a lot. So, of that do you stuff collect goes. their poop somehow? No, we just let it just kind of compost into the into the ground, in, into the ground, and the in the chicken yard. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So. Well, then, do you have to like move the chicken yard every once in a while? No, or? ours is permanent. Like it's okay. like got some like concrete blocks in the ground that kind of act as the foundation almost and sure. then i got chicken wire buried under all the edges to keep animals from uh digging, digging in. in and yeah. stuff like that so that thing's not going anywhere but so that's interesting i thought that i figured the poop would build up it, it really doesn't like it okay it seems like it and it doesn't smell like our chicken house yeah. doesn't smell at all that's good which is weird but 
it's cool. It means you're doing it right. I guess so. We're doing something. <laughs> I was uh, I was I listened to uh, Mother Earth News podcast, and they're they're all about homesteading and about oh, yeah. different. Uh, this week they were I was listening. To, they did three hours on sheep. Oh, cool. And there's a there's a group called Shave Them to Save Them. And they're literally trying to save old breeds of sheep. And they're using the wool as an incentive. Because oh. wool doesn't cost much. Right. I mean, just general wool. And so they're, they're an organization that is, they're like a, it seems like they're like some kind of a, a clearinghouse for different breeds of sheep wool. Interesting. It was interesting. Huh. Lisa and I, not last year, but the year before, we took here in Louisville um, a urban homesteading course. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and it was, how long was this thing? This thing was, it was like all, all summer, right? Wow. Like, there was like a bunch of classes. Yeah. And uh, we learned like everything, right? We learned how to garden. You learned, we learned how to rotate crops. We learned like chickens. We learned bees. Nice. You know, like all this stuff that you need to just like basically like you're talking like live in your yard. Sure. Right? Yeah. And, you know, that kind of stuff. And it was a cool class. And uh, we got a certificate at the end. We're certified urban homesteaders now. Nice. So. <laughs> and where did you find that course? We found it online on Facebook. It it was put on by the um, Kentucky Extension Office. Wow. And I can't remember the other group, but they had it at the Louisville Grow House in Portland. Okay. The, you know where, uh, who else is there? I know where Portland is. I don't it's know the, anything uh, else. Man, my mind went blank. Yeah. You, Louisville you, Grows. Okay. Yeah, the, uh, they're like a nonprofit group here in town that plants trees and things like that. So, cool. It was pretty awesome. Are you guys going to do bees? We've talked about doing bees for multiple years now. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we wanted to do bees in our backyard. Yeah. But then we got nervous because um, the neighbor has her grandkids over all the time. And so we don't want to, like, have a bunch of bees flying in and out around all those kids. Sure. And then we're getting kids ourselves through adoption probably. And so... We're a little bit nervous about having hives in the sure. backyard. Even though almost everybody says you can have hives in your backyard, nobody will ever notice. But, you know, we're still a little nervous about it. So yeah. the option that I have right now, and I've actually got approval for it. Yeah. It's just a matter of if I want to do it or not. But where Lisa boards her horse, yeah, they've got tons of land out there. And those guys said I could put a couple hives out there if I wanted to. Sure. How often but, are you guys out there? Well, Lisa's out there lot yeah i'm out there at zero so i'd have but to could make, you go with her i'd have to make some trips out there to, yeah. to watch the hives and they say your first year beekeeping you kind of want to be in the hives once a week okay and then as you learn and stuff like that yeah. and you know you can be in the hives a lot less but uh i haven't decided if i want to drive that 40 minutes to the barn to yeah. to tend hives well the lady that works for me noreen that that has the chickens her and her husband also do hives, and they're they're making new hives. Kind of one of their things is they're trying to spread bees. I mean, yeah. you know how we have a lack of bees. Right. They're they're working on making new hives regularly, 
Um, so if you guys ever decide to do it, yeah, we know a lady. We still might. Um, I'm still a member of the Kentucky Anna Beekeeping Association. Okay. You know, I've been a member of that for like three years now. I don't go yeah. to any of the meetings or anything, but I still give them <laughs> my money because they're doing good things with bees. Sure, absolutely. You know, and that kind of stuff. So that's what it is. Yeah. So that's where we're at with bees. But I'd, I'd love to do bees at some point. It's just a matter of, you know, we talked about I'm already pretty busy. Yeah. And do I really want to add, you know, a 40-minute drive each way? Sure. To, to go get, you know, manage You could spend hives. more time with Lisa that Yeah, way. I could. We spend plenty of time together already. <laughs> that's for sure. So. I've thought about putting bees at the shop, but I'd have to put them in the backyard, and there's no way to... Can you put them on the roof? No. No, no I, think you, I think they need to be... They need to be near water, mm-hmm. and they need a couple of other things. Can you get on the roof? No. No? Okay. But I have a whole backyard with a fence and everything. At the shop? At the shop, no yeah. Kidding. It's It's kind of like my backyard because there's only three. There's only two businesses that have access to it. Okay. And it's where everybody's air conditioners are. Right. But there's only two of us that have back doors. And the pharmacy has to have their back door blocked. blocked. You know, because they have... They have security issues like I have security issues, right. but theirs are theirs are far more regulated. Sure, my door is blocked, but it's not regulated by the federal government. Yeah, yeah. So how this, it's blocked. This is what you do for the water. You get a bird bath. Okay. Right, and it's plenty big. You put corks or rocks in it. Okay. Um, and then you so they have something to stand on, on, so that they have something to stand on where they can drink. I got gotcha. you. It doesn't have to be like a huge thing, right? Because the bees are little, and a bird bath is sufficient for them. Okay. Um, to do that, so like the water to me is really kind of a non-issue. Yeah. It's uh, it's the flight path of them in and out of the hives. And, okay. Uh, but if you have a fence. Yeah, it's say, fence. They, the only problem is they they weed eat the backyard. Right. And and I would you know I don't know I guess I'd have to build some kind of a defense against them <laughs> yeah what they say is they say if you put a fence in like what, five six feet in front of the entrance of the hive yeah these bees come out and then they fly straight up and over the fence and then the, at that point they're over like the head height of all the people yeah and so like it's not really impacting anybody at all because they're, they're just like no and, and where this is it wouldn't and then my only fear is the guys that mow the lawn would right. would cause a problem yeah and then uh they say the bees like will go in like a three mile radius around their hive to forage and yeah do their thing so and the other problem is there's a lot of people that treat their yards out there that's yeah that is an issue and so i'd be afraid they yeah they'd be hard to keep and i wouldn't want to eat the honey because it would probably be full of pesticides mm, maybe we thought about having it in our house but our head of household decided. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that I'm allergic to all other stinging insects. I'm not allergic to honeybees. Really? But all the rest of them will kill me. Well, the honeybees are weird, right? Because uh, a lot of people are not allergic to them. But then all of a sudden, one like I've heard this story from beekeepers. Yeah. Like They're not allergic. They get stung a bunch. And then yeah. all of a sudden, one day they get stung. And all of a sudden... They just like swell up and can't breathe. Yeah. And it just happens like 
that one time, and I don't know why, what causes that or whatever, but your body it just decides one yeah. day it doesn't like it. I guess so. Pretty crazy. Yeah. So, well, Brad, should we call it a time day? To wrap it up here. All righty. Tell everybody where to find you again. All right, I'm Brad Brown from Harrods Creek Jewelers, ninety-five fifty-three U.S. Highway forty-two, in the Prospect Point Shopping Center. I'm Carl Armijo, www.carlarmijo.com. That's A-R-M-I-J-O. You can find me also on 502 Entrepreneurs Podcast, 502entrepreneurs.com. And then uh, Tom left. Um, He's with Carter Williams. Robinsnests.kw.com. All right, guys. Catch you next time.